Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war Super excited to be back on the air with my darling friend and Nurses Out Loud co-host, Jody, Nurse Jody. Hey, Jody, how are you? Hey, Beth. Thank you for having me. I love getting on air and talking with my fellow Nurses Out Loud co-hosts. It's always so fun. It's always so fun. It's like our normal conversations just on the radio, which is hysterical <laughs> to me. It's like, oh, we're just going to have this conversation here instead of at basketball practice or at a basketball game, which is always fun. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. We, we should have uh, recorded our five hour trip up here and just <laughs> let it run the entire time. Oh, we absolutely should have. That was, we got in some good conversations, some good topics. We talked, you know, current stuff, past stuff, things that we think are happening or coming our way. Uh, so yeah, we, we absolutely should have. Maybe on the way back, we can do that. Yeah. 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 We'll do it like Joe Rogan style where it just runs and runs. I mean, we even had our boys who are in the back seat uh, acting like they weren't listening. And then all of a sudden they would cheer. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, while we were driving and talking, we started talking about, I don't know if we want to call them like controversial subjects or maybe from a, a believer's standpoint, they could potentially be controversial. But what we ultimately kind of started talking about and diving in on is the world tends to put so much emphasis and so much focus on worshiping the design instead of the designer. And what we kind of mean by that is one subject in particular that we really started talking about is astrology. And, you know, God created the, God created the stars, right? So this is not something that I don't, I don't give a lot of like my time or energy or, you know, quote unquote beliefs to it, but, but they're there and they're there mm -hmm. for a purpose and a reason. And, you know, something that we talked about is, okay, let's talk about astrology. Like we all know people that are born in certain months. And if you want to say that that's associated to their sign or what have you, they've definitely got some personality traits and characteristics that can kind of be looked at across the board. But so many times people look to that as their maybe guiding light, if you will, or they give credit to the universe, right? This whole idea of manifestation to the universe. Well, why are we giving credit to the universe instead of giving credit to the creator of the universe? Mm -hmm. And I always think from a believer's perspective, like, you know, 
that's, that's okay. Like look up at the stars, look at the constellations, you know, be curious about that. Think about how that maybe impacts your personality traits. Gosh, what month was I born? What time of day was I born? I think all of those are really interesting things, but we can't lose sight of the fact that God put them there for us. They didn't just magically mystically appear and, Mm -hmm. and that things that come our way in this world are not from the universe. Right. 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 We have, we have a lot of Christians. I mean, we, we hit a couple topics. Um, and I think, uh, one, one of the big ones too, were alternative treatment modalities and medicine majority of people, you know, more majority of Christians have been told or sold that these treatment modalities like sound bath healing or biofield tuning or, um, you know, ayahuasca therapy, um, you know, psilocybin therapy, all of these different treatment modalities, acupuncture say, right, is um, that that's not of God, but they're okay with Western medicine. You know what I mean? And so, and so, for us, I know, you know, as both of us, you know, being, you know, followers of Jesus uh, and nurses these last three years. Well, for me, I think you've been awake a lot longer than I have. But um, these last three years, it's like essentially everything that I've been sold. I uh, I'm looking to the opposite now, you know, and I, I just had that retreat up in Alaska and on my page, it showed that, you know, biofield tuning and sound baths was going to be offered. And I had, you know, quote unquote Christians telling me that those um, th- that's that's uh, works of the devil. And it's like, OK, well, how do you separate the two? You know, if it's if it's made by big pharma, who's you know, who's making tons of money, that's okay, but not stuff that, you know, God, um, you know, even declares in the Bible, say, you know, uh, like, you know, the, the sound of your voice and singing and, and sounds and, and how, you know, it, it's all energy, essentially, it's all energy. Right. I think if it is, I guess what I always come back to when I think about these types of conversations and and whether it is something that you could say is from God or whether or not it is something from the devil per se is is it of natural origin is it something that has always been existed or ha- is it something that someone a man on on earth has had to create. And I think you bring up great examples of plant medicine, right? Like mm-hmm. we have things that are naturally growing. If we can eat plants and if we can eat fruits and vegetables that were put here to provide us with sustenance, how are mm-hmm. we to say that plant medicine, for example, you know, psilocybin and a mushroom does not have purpose for us or is not given, you know, was not given to us by the creator for its healing modalities. And we can see this because again, people have scientific brains and they can do research and we can look at all of the data and things. And there is, there, there are studies and there is evidence that those types of treatments and modalities are incredibly beneficial for people. And I think to to then turn around and say, to your point, 
big pharma doesn't fall into the category of Satan's arm or part of that, you know, uh, not from God is a very, very interesting contradiction for me to wrap my head around. And I, I guess I would take it down the road from my perspective, like you touched on, if they're saying, don't do it, go ahead and do it. Or if they are saying, do do it, do the opposite, right? We've seen a lot of these things be demonized in the media and from a cultural standpoint, I'm of the belief that they get demonized because they are of benefit for us. I would agree with that. And then I would also, you know, have people ask the question. It's like, okay, yes. Does mushrooms make you feel a certain way? Does marijuana make you feel a certain way? Yes. Um, what benefits do they have? They, they are plenty. I'll tell you that. But how is that any different than your value or your Percocet or your morphine? Mm-hmm. Right. That totally makes you feel a certain way. So just because a nurse injects it in you and big pharma said, it, you know, it was OK. And our government said it was OK. Then that's OK in the eyes of God. How is it any different than like like I told you, for example, on the retreat, um, Katie, my co-host, she had um, a chaga tea. Chaga is a mushroom that grows on a tree and it literally looks like a big knot. I never would have thought that it was a mushroom, right? Um, I mean, it, it, it's huge. And, but, you know, some of them could be like the size of a cantaloupe, right? And, uh, and so she had that in the crock pot, um, r- running continuously throughout the, the four days. And I had a guest there that does not have a bowel movement except like every five days. And she drank that tea and every two days she was having a bowel movement. That is how quick it worked for her. You know, and she's on stool softeners and have been on that and fiber for years because she thought that was just what she had to do. But then mm-hmm. you have this mushroom that grows on a tree. She took it and she's been pooping every two days. I mean, that's magnificent. Yeah, that's really incredible. I think it's, we've been given everything we need, right? Like mm-hmm. God has put every single thing that we need here for us. We really would never have to look outside of, you know, our backyards or our forests or our gardens, if we were not so incredibly desensitized and broken down and beaten with this narrative that, you know, number one, these things, quote unquote, don't work. That's huge. Because again, everything falls back to the money, right? If you can't make money off of it, it sh- it, it can't be of service to anyone. That's that's the whole idea behind Big Pharma. They are not going to allow herbs and natural remedies because there's no money in that. And we have such a hard time in society of separating that and not being able to grasp the concept of just how I think brainwashed and manipulated we are, but ultimately again kind of coming back to you know, this topic and what we wanted to focus in on is how, how we get so 
I don't know, just, just really pigeonholed into this idea of celebrating things that are beneficial or, well, I guess, how do I say this? Again, going back to worshiping the design and not the designer. Mm -hmm. Even I think if you look at psilocybin or ayahuasca, and I know people that have done ayahuasca and I do, I guess it makes me a little bit frustrated that they give more credit in and of itself to the plant than they do the person that put the plant here for us. That to me is the ultimate way that we should be looking at all of these things is we shouldn't be, you know, thanking this plant for what it is doing for me, for my healing. We should be thanking God for providing this plant for us, for the healing. Yeah. And, and I, and what has happened these last three years, our people are more awakened to the idea of um, alternative therapies. And, you know, and I think, you know, a big point to make is like what, you know, you and I have been saying, it's like, if the government says it's good, look to the opposite and then decide for yourself. You know, um, it may, it may take some time to, um, you know, find some research because they don't make it readily available, but that's where talking to one another, like we have got to not be afraid to have personal conversations with people because you learn so much, you know, um, again, up in Alaska, when I, when I left, um, one of somebody, somebody that came you know, to her place, like uh, tripped and fell on the, uh, the teepee and broke her leg. Um, actually found out that it was broken, the tibia, fibia, and some bones in the leg and the foot. And she, I, I forgot what she gave her, but she goes, it worked. She's like, I've never used it in an acute setting before, you know, where somebody was like kind of in and out, like could have gone into shock you know? Um, but she kept dosing her with it and it stabilized her and she was fine the whole hour ride to the hospital, you know? And, and, and yeah, like we, we need to be looking at the different treatments and what each of us can bring to the table. Like we said, you know, when, when this all goes to, you know, hell in a handbasket, which we see signs of it pointing to every single day. Um, you know, what, what are you going to bring to the table? How are you going to take care of your family and others? And, you know, you made a good point before we started this show that everything that we need, God has already given us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to learn how to, but, but like you said, we, we need to learn how to use all of that. It's so interesting. I think also that people, our history is so convoluted uh, anyways, that people really don't understand the whole history of our medical system, medical schools, uh, the Rockefellers, this sort of removal of homeopathy and natural remedies from the process of doctors learning medicine. It became all pharma, you know, products rather than natural homeopathic treatments and remedies. And we have to, we have to get back to that. Mm -hmm. I guess I would be very curious and maybe a, a bigger conversation to have is 
being very bold, I guess, when we have these conversations with other followers of Jesus or people that call themselves Christians, what the difference is. Because I love that take that you that you shared and that we were talking about, about how sound therapy or uh, grounding, mm-hmm. for example, putting your feet on the earth. We are all electric beings. How is that somehow not of God when it is literally our bodies, which were made by God and in his image, and then this beautiful earth that was also made by God? How are those two things connecting somehow not of God? And how do we allow ourselves to look at that as junk science or from the devil? It's such an interesting concept to me. And one, again, that I really struggle with because I can't find someone to have that conversation with me. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I, you know, I think it's again, like the vaccine conversation, you can't find somebody that is pro vaccine to present to me their foundation for their argument. They don't have anything. So again, somebody that's going to be quick to say, well, this is, this is not of God doesn't really have the supporting evidence for their argument, which, well, I think, I think they, most Christians look at God as a religion and that is where you get tripped up. That is, that is where people are tripped up all the time because it's a relationship, not a religion. And, and, and you think, I mean, you look again, why did I say follower of Yeshua, follower of Jesus in the beginning here? Because of the way Christians handled themselves over the last three years, they turned against their family. They allowed themselves not to gather and worship. You know, they um, went with fear. Many of them, many of them went with fear with the vaccine. And that's why they took it is because they were fearful, even though the rest of the world and everything was um, functioning normally. Right. And when I say that people weren't dropping dead on the street, we weren't pulling bodies out of homes. Um, You know, you look at, look at the prison system. I mean, any like critical thinking, that's what people need to do. They need to be critical thinkers. And I remember in 2020 following Ohio state, um, prison uh website and i was like you know because they were they were monitoring their cases and i was like okay well where would i go where would i go what what is a uh an area where people are gathered together um and that's the prison right their their cases were fine their death rate was fine you know how were they fine how was their homeless population okay you know, I mean, what what they have done is just make um, the the world anxious, fearful, depressed, lonely. You know, and um, and and that's and then that's a big thing that people need to realize. And and Christians allowed that to happen. Christians did not stand up and say, "Hey, listen, the Lord tells us to worship." He he doesn't say, "Don't worship" if there is a virus circulating in the area. He commands us to worship and all of these pastors and these preachers and these rabbis and whatever denomination shutting down their community 
and isolating them in fear, you know, should tell you what they follow. Do they follow the Lord? Do they follow what God commands us to do? Like, you know, 365 times in the Bible, do not worry, do not fear, do not be anxious for anything, but in all things, give thanks. How come people weren't waking up being like, okay, I'm, I'm thankful for what I have. What can I do to build up my God-given immune system, you know, um, in order to, you know, have the best possible outcome because stress kills. And, you know, and that is why with propaganda messaging, you know, they, they push the fear so much because they know that people are going to be stressed out and maybe take their life or, you know, um, eat, you know, their bad food, um, turn to the bottle, turn to their drugs to find some sense of happiness. And, you know, I, I just, I'd like for every person that's listening to this show, I email Beth. Email Beth your thoughts and, and let us know what you think, like what, what topics, you know, maybe somebody that wants to come on air and talk about it, but you know, you could go to americaoutloud.com, the search for nurses out loud and send us an email because the conversation needs to be had. And and we need to know that. See, hear what you guys have to say about it as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea. Send all the emails or if you want to come on and talk about it. And again, I've opened this up multiple times to my follower. I hate the word, I hate the word follower. Ew, that's so gross. I will say the people that watch what I do on social media. Um, <laughs> right. But the, of the people that watch what I do on the socials, I've opened it up multiple times to have these conversations, What whether you're like-minded with maybe a slightly different perspective or whether you tend to be on the other side of the coin because mm-hmm. I my curiosity doesn't just end with what I don't know. My curiosity goes beyond that. It's I want to know what other people know or what they think. And the alternate perspective is always very, very interesting for me. And I think it's very interesting because I... I know this about myself. I have a hard time getting to that viewpoint if it is not supported with evidence or a good, solid argument. I love a good debate. And it is, it's really challenging to find people that are willing to step up and be bold and have that conversation. And I would love to have the conversation about, okay, why do we think that, you know, laying down and doing sound healing or, Reiki therapy or acupuncture or cupping is not an appropriate modality to use. Or again, going back to like either psilocybin or ayahuasca. I mean, there are, there are so many, so many treatments and so many things available to us. And we have just thrown them to the wayside, just absolutely Mm -hmm. abandoned them or to the contrary, like we talked about. One thing that's always really interesting is to hear Christians talk about yoga. And mm. again, I think like, sure, are you worshiping yoga? Are you giving that your praise? Or are you literally sitting down on a mat and stretching? Are you allowing somebody to teach you how to move your body in a different way, in a way we, we all know that our bodies physically hold trauma. You can store that in places. Mm-hmm. 
why are we looking at this that has so many benefits as something that is anti-God or anti-Christian? And again, I think it's because so many times it receives the worship and the praise rather than you know, giving praise to our bodies for this incredible capability of this regenerative processes that we can all experience and all go through, but we do sometimes need, need the help. I would look at a yoga instructor no different than I would look at your primary care physician. Mm. Your primary care physician is going to offer you, you know, hey, go home and eat this diet or take this pill. Okay, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the yoga instructor and the yoga instructor is going to say, oh, do this stretch move this way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right. no different. Because those the different poses and stuff act on the thyroid. It acts on your intestines, you know, um, the helping with the synovial fluid movement and your lymphatic drainage. And yeah, yeah it has so many benefits. You know, Dr. Uh, Tina, I saw her post the other day. She said for, um, for, People that are seeking to lead a better life, she recommends that you start weight training, that you um, eat a pound of meat a day, get out in the sun, um, get out onto the earth, into the grass and ground. And she goes, start there. Before you go to your functional medicine or your primary care doctor, start there. Start lifting weights, start eating a pound of beef, get some sunshine and fresh air every day. I think there was a couple more, but I mean, basically that's it. Yeah. She gave us like her top five. Like, Mm -hmm. I think you hit, yeah, four, five, but yeah, she, and that's, that's incredible advice. That is Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible advice because it's tapping into the resources that we already have, that we know are going to be beneficial for us, that are natural. All of these things are natural things. You know, if you don't have weights, grab a milk jug. Grab a bag yeah. of sugar. Use your body weight. Use, use do a push Yeah. <laughs> do, do wall Pilates. Do something that is going to get your body moving. Put yourself in a situation where your blood is circulating, your heart is pumping. You are putting good stress on your body. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Let's take a short little break, shall we? Yes. Okay. So I'm Nurse Beth. I'm chatting with Nurse Jody. You are listening to Nurses Out Loud on AmericaOutloud.com. It's time and this is world class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. 
Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity, unlike other supplements that don't work. Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula, with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer, this stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. chatting up a storm, me and my fellow Nurses Out Loud co-host, Nurse Jody, and just kind of diving in on, based off of a conversation that we had the other day, driving to our son's basketball tournament, just about how I think over the last three years, as this veil is being lifted and some of the things that we are seeing coming out about the corruption in not only government, but also big pharma and the medical system and Jody and I personally experiencing that corruption and that deceit with our jobs and, you know, needing to, needing to get out and do something different. But this concept of using alternative therapies for healing is becoming so demonized, especially amongst the faith communities, whether you call yourself a Christian, whether you call yourself a follower of Jesus, a believer, whatever your terminology is, we are looking at things that have been given to us by God and we are distorting them, or we are allowing ourselves to have 
continued manipulation by outside forces, whether that be the media or whether that be our primary care physicians, we're experiencing this gaslighting and these false narratives surrounding alternative treatments and modalities. And we talked at the top of the show about how I think a lot of that is because we get this image from people that say, dive in really deep on something. Um, I'll use, oh, I don't know, let's say breath work, for example. And instead, you know, people I think that dive in really, really deep on one particular aspect or topic tend to almost worship that, right? It becomes a false idol. It becomes their God versus Mm -hmm. giving the credit to the creator for either giving us this plant or this food or this herb or giving us the ability to really heal ourselves through all of these things. Now, sure, it takes somebody to do the research and to do the investigation. And I don't, I don't know the science behind breath work or I haven't been trained in it, but it takes somebody, in my opinion, I think just everybody has their calling, right? Everyone is called to something for their purpose. If someone has that calling on their heart to say, hey, I'm going to learn about breath work. I think this is really helpful. It's beneficial. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to do these studies. I am going to offer this service to other people. Mm -hmm. That to me, that to me should be the ultimate thanks be to God for blessing me with with a heart and a spirit to learn about this and to go forth and to help people through this modality. Now, Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're seeing that, right? Like, I don't know if those people, and maybe it's because they aren't believers or they haven't maybe had a conversation about having a relationship with God and what that really looks like. Maybe they have this negative stereotype about Christianity, right? Which a lot of people do. And I understand that. So instead of looking at it like, oh, thank God. God, I have been blessed with this gift and this knowledge. Instead, they are giving credit to the practice in and of itself. Yeah, I'll give you a good example of that because I just, you know, um, had a conversation with Katie, the co-host up at the retreat. So she lived in the bush, uh, which is you can only get to by snow machine in the wintertime or um, airplane. And uh, and she had a son that was vaccine injured and um, was having massive, massive seizures all the time. And, um, and he is 16 now and no 18 actually. And she was looking at all different types of alternative treatments because she did not want him on a medication all the time. And she really felt that he could be healed. And so she looked at all different kinds of things for years and then she found the biofield tuning. And, you know, for with, with people that don't necessarily know what that is, um, there's these little, uh, it's these tuning forks. And these tuning forks are used by ENTs um, to help with like inner ear, um, you know, diagnoses, or um, they, they're also used by orthopedic surgeons to see if there's a break in the bone. And so anyway, this therapy helps um, to essentially reorganize the nervous system. 
um, help people to break free from, you know, different traumas. Like, you know, you, you just said nurse Beth about it being, um, traumas being held in the body, the body recognizes that. And so the, the biofield tuning, for example, like she started using that and his, and, and she was afraid at first. And she's like, why am I afraid if the Lord put it on my heart and he is who I serve, you know, he is who I look to guidance. And, um, you know, and I've seen this help other people. Uh, she's actually helping other people, but she was so afraid to do it again with her son because after she had done it once he had a massive, um, seizure and, and, you know, she went to uh, an alternative um, medicine practitioner and she's like, why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? You know, maybe that, that, that is what um, his body is, is doing, you know, to like help to reset itself. So mm. don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because you being afraid is putting that energy out there. Mm. If you look to God and you pray on it and you say, Lord, like, should, you know, is this what you want me to do? You're doing it on other people, right? So why wouldn't you believe that he would do that to help your son? And, mm. you know, praise God, she has um, started doing it with him every two weeks. And he has not had, he's had seizures, but they're not um, where she has to take him to the doctor, you know? Mm -hmm. And and so it looks like it's really helping him. She said, even the look on his face um, at when he knows that he's going into it has just changed. Hmm. Um, after the treatment, she's like, his countenance changes. So yeah, I I'm so over people, you know, demonizing yeah. alternative therapies just because it's not mainstream. If you've learned anything these last three years, the government has lied to us about almost everything. Vaccines. I mean, everybody's on a freaking statin for yeah. For cholesterol, when <laughs> cholesterol is good, right? Like it's just you know. Or yeah. how about how about all the people that are on Pepsi or Tums right. every day? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's how, yeah. How many people go home and give their kid Tylenol after they've had five vaccines at their well visit and they're spiking a fever? And yeah. Talk about that. Talk about that because I thought that was very interesting about well, how we you you had um just shared with me on the ride up here about that. Well, I mean, again, and I don't, I'm not an expert and I don't know like all the science, but it impacts from, from what I understand your glutathione mm -hmm. and it's, it's the mainstream. It's the norm, right? You go in and you give this baby, you know, five, six, seven, eight, however many pokes at once in one visit, we absolutely lambaste these precious little baby's immune systems. We think that a fever, oh, your pediatrician, a fever is normal. Why is a fever normal? Why is my baby having a, a, a reaction? Because a fever is a reaction. Your body is saying it's a signal. A fever is a signal that something is off in the body, right? Like it's a mm -hmm. natural mechanism, but it is also a signal. And then the, the doctor will say, oh yeah, just give them a little Tylenol. Bring that, bring that fever down. There's no rationale. There's no rhyme or reason. And to kind of echo your point about the fear of trying something different, it always amazes me 
when you bring that up in conversation, for example, I did acupuncture to try to get pregnant. I was on fertility drugs for probably six months, just oral medications. I felt like an absolute bag of garbage the entire time I was on them. I mean, I was mentally unstable. I was emotionally unstable. They wreaked havoc on my body and I didn't get pregnant. So there wasn't any benefit of me feeling like a bag of garbage for months. And then I Mm -hmm. went and I did acupuncture. And after seven acupuncture treatments, I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I just think about like... My goodness, this is, this is literally, again, God blessed. His name was Lloyd, which I also love because that was my grandpa's name. <laughs> Lloyd, my <laughs> acupuncture, you know, my, my Chinese medicine doctor. God blessed him with that. And we do not give enough credit. Like, I always think this is, this is really the, the thing is we are so quick to pray over our surgeons Mm -hmm. We're so quick to pray over our nurses. We're so quick to, you know, they saved my life. This surgery saved my life. This chemotherapy saved my life. Thank God. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Acupuncture gave me my son. Thank Mm -hmm. God for Lloyd Mm -hmm. and those little needles that went into my body, right? We just are so disconnected. We're so disconnected from taking all of the things that God has given us naturally and using them to our benefit. And I'm really hoping and praying. I do see it a little bit more. I see it through the last three years, really. How many more people are waking up as we keep saying and being willing to participate in this. And I think as that happens, and I think it's powerful for people like you and I, Jody, to acknowledge, hey, we're giving credit to the creator. This is all perfect design. It is all mm-hmm. perfect design. We have the abilities to heal ourselves. Our bodies are regenerative by nature. We have the tools available to us. Let's again, let's not praise the chemotherapy, right? Let's praise the what is in our garden and let's thank God for being the source of that and kind well, of and take you know, away a lot of the stigma. Yeah. And it, it, you know, like glutathione, that, that's an, that, that's an interesting one that you brought up earlier. You know how uh, we can't give the baby anything or the, the doctors always say, you can give them Tylenol. You can give them Tylenol. Well, I, I don't know about you, but I even, I didn't even know the word glutathione until the last three years. Right. And then I and then I realized that it is um, it's a powerful antioxidant. You know, it helps to regulate the immune system. Right. The Tylenol destroys it. Right. Tylenol destroys that. You know, it just provides that pain. But essentially, you're destroying your your body's ability to fight. Why in the world would they have us give that to our babies? Right. (laughs) Because everything is regurgitation, right? Everything Mm -hmm. is regurgitation. There is no real, I would say even desire. And that does make me sad because I know that you probably feel the same as I do. 
there are a lot of physicians that I adore. I adore them as human beings. I adore their hearts for, you know, their practice and what I truly believe is their calling. But what I will say is there doesn't seem to be a true heartfelt, genuine desire to take the blinders off when it comes to the things that they have just always been doing. It's mm-hmm. a trap. It's a rut. Right. And I, again, I, I do understand, I do understand why that happens and why people, you know, we're creatures of habit. We just do things the way we've always done them because that's always the way that we've done them. And mm-hmm. learning something new is challenging. It's uncomfortable. You maybe you're gonna feel boom. That's the you know, word. That's the it word is. It's right uncomfortable, there. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yep. And if you think about if if you think about how much growth comes from discomfort, that's ultimately what you have to take on. But a lot of people they they don't want that. They don't want to feel uncomfortable. They don't want to have to challenge themselves in a new arena, right? Like we were just talking about this on the drive. Again, I have absolutely no desire to work in any nursing capacity ever again. Mm -hmm. What would be the comfortable thing for me to do is to keep my license, to have it as a quote unquote safeguard or a fallback. If ever something happens, no, guess what? I've been out of nursing now on, on, September 17th, it will be my two years since I resigned. I have had to learn something completely new. And now I'm Mm -hmm. even in a new job at my new job, right? Like I've had two, in essence, two kind of career changes in the last two years. I'm incredibly uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable every day that I go to work. And you know what? I'm I'm learning something. I I am not relying on the comforts of, oh, well, I could always just go back to nursing. I can always go back and do that. I don't, yeah, I don't I, want to do that. I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, my life goal now is to literally never have to be in a hospital. That is my mm-hmm. life goal outside mm-hmm. of, you know, an accident. Cause of course accidents happen and those are something, you know, they're called accidents for a reason, right? They're unavoidable. But if there is, you know, I, I have an incredible naturopath. She is you know, again, thanks be to God for this woman and her knowledge and her approach and her thought processes. But I don't ever want to have to set foot inside a medical system, Western medical system. So I, that that's, but it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to not it, think, yep. oh God, do I just go and I just take this medication or I just, you know, no, you have mm-hmm. to try. It's trial and error and you have to be willing to step out And again, like you talked about earlier, like talk to other people. Hey, have you ever experienced this? What has worked for you? Ooh, I'm a little bit skeptical of, you know, putting baking soda in borax in my hot, scalding hot bathtub. But Mm -hmm. the research that I've done is actually saying it's a pretty good detox. So I'm going to roll the dice. And here's my other thing. What's, what are the, what are the adverse potential adverse things that could come from that? Yeah, I feel like also part of this scrutiny is that everyone looks at that as wanting to fail and nobody ever looks at that from a medical standpoint. You'll take your mm-hmm. pill without any care or concern about what the potential consequences are. But yet we're all of a sudden looking at these intense consequences of acupuncture mm-hmm. or laying down on the floor and having somebody, you know, bang a sound bowl and and let the vibrations do its thing right mm-hmm. like, right it's, right it's crazy 
You know, I think with, with you're talking about being uncomfortable, we, we talked about that in the car as well about um, the vaccine injuries, right? I, I had told you that I'd watch Facts 2 for the first time and I was blown away. And I was, and I told you, I said, I believe my, my daughter was vaccine injured. You know, with story of having pneumonia and breathing issues and, you know, for the first year of her life and um, having to be admitted under an oxygen tent for a week or more, you know, all of those things. And then you, one thing that was very interesting to me was when that Vax2 tour bus went out into the, out into the, the area um, all over the country, I believe it went, uh, and people were coming with their vaccine stories. They also had very good stories about um, the family, one of their child uh, children having the vaccine injury and then not vaccinating the rest of their kids and how healthy they are. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we've always, those anti-vax moms, you know, I never demonize them. You know, I just thought, well, you know, whatever, I know what I know and they know what they know. And then I realized I know nothing. Mm -hmm. I know (laughs) nothing except Mm -hmm. what schedule it was and when a child should get it. That is all I know. That is all any nurse that does it, uh, that has been trained. That's all any doctor that's been trained knows is the schedule. That's it. And so why didn't we look at the, the parents of the families that, that didn't vac- vaccinate their children and how healthy they are? What Was it uncomfortable for you to say, I'm not going to inject my kid? Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. You, you had to deal with the school. You may have had to deal with what other parents thought about you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're going to bring you're going to bring the virus back. Well, how in the world am I going to bring the virus back when you have 95 percent of the people already vaccinated? Yeah. And and the virus was gone before the vaccines even came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I'm I'm kind of used to being uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. If I really think about the positions and the things that I've done in my life and the choices that I've made, like surrounding some of these, what seem now to be controversial topics, like mm. me, I lived in the land of discomfort. Like I've been the mayor on a lot of, you know, occasions of being uncomfortable and having those conversations. And it doesn't, it certainly doesn't bother me as much now because I've been doing it for so long, but it is, it is. I get it. I understand why people don't take that path. I get it. The easy path is the easy path. It's called easy it's to for comply. It is it, yeah. to just comply. And I think, yeah. you know, like closing up the show, I think it, it's a good topic to end on is courage and being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So many people have not done that and have lived their lives of, of comfort. And that's why they were able to get, um, they were compelled to take the the shot, even when they wanted, for example, you know, they had to keep their job just like you. I can easily look back at what I've done in my life and be like, I've been uncomfortable a lot. So when this came up and I was laid on my heart to say, expose or speak out against it, I could care less because I'm used to being uncomfortable. So I would encourage everybody that's listening to this to say, 
when did you, when did you stop taking chances? When did you stop, you know, listening to what your spirit is telling you, you know, what God is telling you? When did you decide to just go along with the narrative of whatever the case may be and stopped and stopped following in that path of, of courageousness, you know, because we're going to need it. We're going to need it more now than ever before. You know, if you see the signs of everything happening, which, you know, nurse Beth and I, we talk about that. Like we saw the signs. Well, she's, she's seen where the world was kind of going way before I did, but I saw, you know, when they came out with this whole COVID narrative and fear propaganda, I, I was like, Oh, this is it. I need to pay attention. And, um, and for those of you that aren't paying attention, I just highly encourage you to start paying attention, you know, mm-hmm. and, and probably the best thing to do is to everything that the government said, well, first of all, turn off mainstream media, absolutely never listen to that or, you know, any, any news source from that's, you know, funded by big pharma, which they all are and start looking at alternative treatments, um, start reading your Bible. Um, I know that's kind of really hard to do. So find pastors that you like, you know, um, but really start developing your relationship with God because through him, the peace that you will have moving forward, you know, you're not going to get from man. Mm -hmm. And I think just to kind of tie in on that and then, and then wrap the show is I've, I've been asking myself a lot lately, you know, is this from God and asking Mm. myself, you know, like there shouldn't be, if it, if it's from God, you'll know, right? Like you're not going Mm -hmm. to have skepticism. Now, I don't think that if it's from God, it doesn't make you uncomfortable because I Mm. think that that, that discomfort is growth. God gives us tests and gives us lessons because he wants to see us prevail. He wants us to win and he wants us to expand, you know, who we are and, and then turn around and be like, Ooh, I knew that test was from God. I passed it with flying colors. And now I am bigger, better, stronger, and I'm going to give all the glory to him. So ask Mm -hmm. yourself when you're kind of moving through and navigating these things, whether that be an alternative therapy, is this from God? Is this person going to contribute to my healing? And am I going to worship the healer, the person doing it? Or I, am I going to worship the person that endowed that person with the ability to offer that healing presence or that healing modality? Is this plant from God? It is. It was put here. It's not lab created. I'm going to give credit to God for allowing this to be a modality in which I can heal myself ultimately. So just some, just some kind of things to think about as we move forward and as we navigate and as we look at some alternative treatments and therapies, again, we, we are not going to worship the design. We are going to worship the designer. The design is a byproduct of everything that he has laid out for, for our existence, for our health, our wealth, our well-being, our love for one another as fellow humans and for, you know, as, as fellow children of God, really. So you know, it's okay to look at the stars. It's all right to, you know, look at other treatments and things. Don't demonize them. Allow yourself to 
bask in the glory of all of the things that God has, has provided for us and then ultimately turn around and give thanks to the Lord. So that's all the time we have for today. Thanks to my amazing sister nurse, Jody for hopping on here with me. Remember, we are here on the air five days a week, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern with a different nurse host daily. Please be sure to tune in and listen to myself and my amazing sister nurses. As we walk you through all of these hot topics, we will empower you with information and education. We will advocate and we will stand in the gap for you because we are nurses and this is what we do. I'm your host, Nurse Beth, and you can find me here every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts and videos so we can help secure America's future. Until next time, be safe, be well, and God bless. Join us weekdays with a different nurse host daily where no topic is off limits as we shine our lights and expose the darkness. It's time